0: Hi, and welcome to the She Simplifies podcast, where you'll receive heartfelt encouragement as you pursue a simple, joyful, and faith-filled motherhood. I'm Carrie, the founder of She Simplifies, as well as the Mamas Move Mountains online community. I help mamas go from surviving to thriving with tiny lifestyle tweaks, restoring energy, peace, and joy along the way. This is episode number three, Speaking Life. Let's get started. Good morning and welcome to another podcast episode. I'm praying that you all had a good week and that you're enjoying whatever you're doing right now, whether it's morning or evening or the middle of the night for you. Um, It's Saturday morning here and we have snow on the ground. It's very cold. We decided we're just going to enjoy being home this weekend and a lot of family time. But I was able to once again, lock myself in the bedroom and take a little bit of time to share with you guys today. Um, so I just want to jump right in. I've been thinking this week about how important it is to speak life into our own lives and into the lives of the people around us, because our words have a great impact. They can hurt and they can heal. And sometimes when we don't know what to do to minister to someone in any season of life, whatever it is that they're going through, we can pray and we can also speak encouragement into their life. So that's what we're going to look at today. Um, Let's start in Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 24 and I have, right, well, I, I once again have a couple different versions of the Bible open in front of me. So I'm starting in King James. Proverbs sixteen twenty four in the King James says, Pleasant words are as an honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. Now, God's word talks in a lot of places about the power of our words, that they can um, be... Health to our lives, but they can also be piercing as a sword. So, um, I want to look at the positive side of our words today. And this verse really sums it up that uh, pleasant words are like a honeycomb. So, they're sweet, they're something that we enjoy. Uh, they are sweet to the soul and health to the bones. When we speak pleasant words to people around us, to our loved ones, to our spouse, to our children, that breathes life into their life. This word pleasant in the Hebrew is noam, it's N-O apostrophe A-M and it's pronounced noam. And this word means kindness, pleasantness, delightfulness, beauty, favor, agreeableness, and suitableness. So there's a few aspects to what this means when we speak pleasant words. Um, It can be suitable words, words that are appropriate for the situation. It can be pleasant, positive, delightful, beautiful, agreeable words that um, are encouraging and supportive and kind and lovely. So these pleasant words, um, not only do we want the words that we speak to those around us to be pleasant, positive, uplifting, encouraging, supportive but they also need to be suitable for the situation. And I was thinking about that because I had a little bit of a, a little bit of a challenging conversation with someone that I am very close to this week, someone whom I love very, very much. And we needed to talk about a, a difficult topic. And I was really nervous going into this conversation because I don't want any barriers in our relationship. I don't want there to be any reason why um, open communication between us is closed down. And it was something that that had to be talked about. And it was not not comfortable and not easy. And so I was really concerned about this conversation. And in thinking about it, getting ready to um, to talk about this, what was weighing on me the most was the tone in which things were said, and also the appropriateness of what was being said, because I wanted to share a few things that were maybe hard to receive by this by this person that I love, and I really had to be wise about how I said what I wanted to say. You know, with love, with kindness, with understanding, with patience, but also um, we're. Were those words suitable for the situation? Was it even appropriate to be talking about those things? And I think that's how we have to approach every conversation that we have because we may need to have a tough conversation with our spouse about something. And that happens because we have to communicate. We have to express what's going on in our hearts. And we need to do it in a loving and a kind and a gentle and a tender manner but also is it even suitable right now or are the words that i'm using suitable for the situation so um you know because sometimes we want to bring something up that's weighing on us right now but right now might not be the right time sometimes I have something pressing on me that I want to talk to my husband about and he's at work and the right thing the suitable thing is to wait until he gets home or if he gets home and he's exhausted after a really long day and we're both tired and maybe a little edgy is it suitable and most of the time no the the suitable time would be to wait until we wake up in the morning and we're refreshed and we're able to communicate with each other more effectively so in looking at this verse where pleasant words are like a honeycomb they are sweet to the soul and health to the bones not only are they kind and delightful and beautiful and all these words that um you know the hebrew word noam is defined by but also suitable are they appropriate so i want to flip over to proverbs chapter 15 verse 23. And in the King James, this says, A man hath joy by the answer of his mouth, and a word spoken in due season, how good it is. So that goes along with that suitableness of our words. Uh, The message has a really cool translation. It says, congenial conversation. What a pleasure. The right word at the right time. Beautiful. And that's really what it comes down to. The right word at the right time. And... When we speak life into our own hearts and lives, into our spouse, into our child, into our friends and our family, we wanna make sure that this congenial conversation is the right word at the right time, that we are um, being careful with what we're saying, the tone of how we're saying it, and also, is this the right time to be saying this to that person? So that's one aspect of what it means to have and to speak pleasant words. And then I want to read Proverbs 27, verses 15 through 17. I'm going to switch over to the ESV for this one. Now, this is really cool because I think a lot of us know the scripture, iron sharpens iron, but the context of this scripture talks about us as wives and how we communicate to our husbands. So Proverbs 27, verse 15, a continual dripping on a rainy day and a quarrelsome wife are alike. To restrain her is to restrain the wind or to grasp oil in one's right hand. Iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another. Okay, so there you have it. So the verse that I think is quoted a lot that iron sharpens iron is in the context of uh, a quarrelsome or a nagging or a dripping wife. And <laughs> the word of God says that a continual dripping on a rainy day, think about that. Think about um, the plunk, plunk, plunk of a drip landing in a metal pot and how <laughs> annoying that could get after a while. And so a quarrelsome wife are is likened to this constant drip, this constant nay, this constant irritation. Um, but the context is iron sharpens iron and one man sharpens another or one woman sharpens another. Um, and I love that because that's the contrast. That's the positive that when we are speaking pleasant words, when we are speaking life and health into others, that sharpens or strengthens or encourages those around us. So that's um, a great reminder of what it means to speak life, that it, it sharpens, it strengthens, it builds up, it supports, it encourages, and it loves up the people around us. Um, now I want us to, to flip to Proverbs 22, verse 6. And I'm, I'm going in the ESV on this one. Proverbs 22, verse 6. And I heard this scripture so many times growing up. And I'm thankful that I did because it comes to mind often now, raising our son. Uh, It says, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. And I think about how important it is as moms for us to train up our children according to God's word, according to what God says about them, not what the world says or not what... I don't know, a well-meaning but judgmental friend says or not what anything says about them except for what God says about them. And that's our responsibility as parents and as moms is to speak those words of life and encouragement and love into our children. And the scripture says um, when he is old, he will not depart from it. When he is old, he'll remember those words that we speak into them. And I read something the other day that was encouraging just once a week, teach and share with your child the story of Jesus Christ, the story of redemption of mankind, God's plan for um, our lives since the the first sin in the world. And when you do that, that multiplies week after week. You know, say you share that story every weekend for an entire year. That's 52 times. And say you do that for 10 years, the first 10 years of their life, then they're going to hear that story 520 times by the time they're 10 years old. And what do you think they're going to remember when they're 15 or 20 or or 30 and they come up against tough things in life and the challenges that the world presents? They're going to remember that God loves them, that God sent his only begotten son to die for them, to be their savior, their personal Lord and savior, and that God is, is with them closer than their breath, will never leave nor forsake them. And think about how life-giving and life-breathing that can be when we repeat, 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 repeat over and over and over again throughout their childhood and you know think about how that would multiply if you shared every single day 365 days a year for the first 10 years oh my gosh that's incredible so speaking life into our children is so important and when they're really little they may not be able to grasp everything that we're sharing but it's amazing what they pick up on um (laughs) Our our son is two and a half, and we're having to be real careful about what we say around him. Not just the words that we use, but what we're talking about in general. You know, we're trying to keep the heavy conversation away from him because he picks up on it, and it's it's so evident when he repeats something back or um, can pick up on the the tone of a conversation or the seriousness of a conversation. So. <laughs> I'm I'm reminded more and more these days that I really have to speak positive, uh, life-giving words to him and around him because he is a little sponge that just soaks it all up. And the other day, this was really fun, so the other day <laughs> I started uh, just telling Grayson all these things that you're brave and you're smart and you're kind and you're strong And pretty soon he started repeating them back to me, which was just the sweetest thing ever. And I was able to record part of this conversation that we were having. And I want to play it for you because this is what I mean about speaking life into our children, even from a a really young age when they're just starting to be able to communicate, just starting to be able to, you know, talk or express or things like that. So, Um, this is Grayson and I having a conversation back and forth the other day. I'm just going to hit record on my phone and, or hit play on my phone and see how this gets picked up by the microphone here. So here you go. Okay, Grayson, you are kind, Kind. brave, Brave. thoughtful, thoughtful, generous. It? Brave. Yay. Peaceful. Peaceful. Good. Good. Smart. Smart. I'm really I'm brave. Really brave, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that fun? So we've been working on brave a lot because I'm not sure exactly why, but he started saying that he's scared of different things and he calls himself Bubba because we've called him Bubba for a long time. So he'll come up to me and go, Bubba scared, Bubba scared. And so we're really working on, no, we're not scared, we're brave. And he's repeating back to me that he is brave. And at the end there, he goes really brave. And and I love that he is recognizing that he's really brave. Because that's something that we've been speaking into his life a lot lately. So, <laughs> you know, when we train up our children in that way, they're going to hold on to that. They're going to grasp that and hold on to that and come back to that year after year as they grow and get older. I mean, I can't tell you how many scriptures that my parents quoted to me when I was growing up that are just on the tip of my tongue when I need them because they took the time to speak those words into my life. And that's something that we can all strive to do more of as moms, as we um, teach and instruct and love our children through their childhood. Um, I want to go to now, to Proverbs 31, and there's a verse in the midst of the section of scripture about the Proverbs 31 woman that talks about our speech. I'm going back to King James here because this is the one that I know the best in this section of scripture, proverbs thirty one uh, verse twenty six says "She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. So you know, this virtuous woman that the scripture describes in the in this book um, speaks about how she opens her mouth with wisdom and kindness. And that's so important. I want to be known for my kindness. I want to be known for the words that I speak into others, for the encouragement that I provide to them, for the support that I speak into other people's lives. And I spend a lot of time, pretty much on a daily basis, speaking encouragement to other moms who are struggling. And there's not a lot I can do for them. A lot of times we live really far apart. Um, I can't, you know, show up at their house with a cup of coffee and sit down and give them a big hug and, you know, I don't know, watch their kids while they take a shower. I can't always do that because a lot of the moms that I've gotten to know and, and work with and love up live pretty far away. But of course I can pray and I can also speak words of encouragement and life into their lives And I think that that's just so incredibly important that we, as moms who can live, especially this year, live some isolated lives where, you know, we might be be surrounded all day by our kids who want to climb all over us and not let us out of their sight. But it can also be really lonely and really isolated right now with You know, so many people staying home and not getting out and doing stuff as much as we did last year. Um, So, for me, also the introvert who likes to be home and, you know, doesn't want to get out and go do stuff every day, having those relationships where I can call a friend or text a friend or FaceTime a friend or message a friend who can you know, empathize with whatever it is that's going on and speak some words of encouragement to me has just been absolutely critical. And I know we talked about that last week, about a merry heart and how important it is to surround ourselves with faith-filled, spiritually-minded friendships that encourage our life and help bring joy to our life when we're struggling. Um, and the words that we speak are the critical part of that because... They do. They bring health to our bones, according to the Book of Proverbs. They, they speak life. They restore the energy. They restore the joy. They help encourage us and build us up. So that's what I've been thinking about this week, um, and I wanted to share that with you. And I'm trying to keep these episodes a little bit on the shorter side so that they're easily digested and listened to in the middle of a busy life, but. Um, it's been so fun so far to share that I'm doing this podcast I shared in the Mamas Move Mountains group yesterday and I got some really wonderful positive reactions that just really <laughs> eased my heart a little bit it's a little nerve wracking to do something new and put it out there for the world and kind of wait for the feedback and wait wait to see what people think of it um, but the first response that I got was just so encouraging and I thought you know if I'm only reaching one or two people if if there's only a couple mamas who are listening to this and who are encouraged by me taking the time to sit down and open the scriptures and talk from one mom to another you know like if if we were sitting here um, next to each other drinking tea or coffee and you know we were just talking about how important it is to speak life into our children and to not be a dripping nagging wife and to you know encourage one another with these words and you know it's like that I I want it to be like that where we're just you know sharing hearts and talking and um you know my heart to yours and I'm praying that you're gonna have a great week ahead I know we're getting ready we're we're close to Christmas we're Two weeks out from Christmas, um, and my my thirty sixth birthday is next Friday. So I turn thirty six next Friday, a week before Christmas, and then Christmas the following week. So I know it's a busy time of, you know, friends and family, and um, making the most of the holiday season for our little ones. But I am gonna try and record one of these. You know, I'm not going to make any promises because I don't want to fall short, but I'm going to try and be consistent. So, um, if you're enjoying this, you know, that's wonderful. I'm so glad. And just think about that this week. Think about how you can keep speaking life into your own life and into the life of your, you know, your spouse or your significant other, your children, your family, your friends, those around you. And look for ways to speak that encouragement to you know, a mama friend who might be struggling with something. I know that for a lot of people the holiday season is wonderful and joyful and happy and thrilling and all of that. But for others it can be really hard. And I think especially this year as we're having to change plans and not, you know, necessarily get together with the family that we want to be with and things like that. It feels feels different than it ever has before. So Let's keep that in mind when we're, you know, encouraging the ones that we love, that this can be a bit of a tender time, a a time of feeling especially lonely or especially isolated. So as we have opportunity, let's continue speaking life into those around us. All right. Thanks so much, y'all. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the She Simplifies podcast. I'd love to connect and chat with you, so please head over to Instagram and send me a message at She Simplifies or email me directly at heyheyshesimplifies at gmail.com. To learn more about She Simplifies, the Mamas Move Mountains online community, or opportunities to take one of my courses or work one-on-one with me, please visit SheSimplifies.com. And finally, it would be so helpful if you'd rate and review this podcast. Until next time, have a joyful day.